When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. That's not my fault, Wale. I'll blame Martin for that. Welcome to Grumpy Old Reds, where we're going to dissect Forest 2, Manchester United 1. And yes, Man U fans who asked in the comments, I am flicking you off. I don't even know what day of the week it is anymore, nor do I care. Because, boys, we did it. 29 years in the waiting. And Forrest, in one attempt under Sununo, go and do it. We got a big panel of happy clappers on tonight. That is for sure. Hope you guys in the chat are well and looking forward to this. Boys, where do we start? Who do we start? Who wants? We may have to do a raising of hands here. Who wants to kick us off to talk about Nuno or 2-1? Talk about 2-1. Go on, I'll start you, start you off. Because for me, I mean, last season for me, the, the win against Liverpool was the one that I'd been waiting for like 25 years for. And I was so happy. i got to say, i got to give a big out shout out to my brother, Wolverine, man. Yesterday was for him. And I'm happy that he finally got it, man. Because you don't know, I mean, we had the victory over Arsenal last season at home, the draw against Man City, the Liverpool game. Um this was one that we just had to, uh, for me, we had to uh, strike off the list. And uh, I would at no, no point, honestly, even after the mistake, at no point did I think we wouldn't get three points yesterday. We were, I was confident from, I, I said I was got to the point of almost being cocky about that we'd get a result out of yesterday. And I don't think I'm alone. I think this has the Nuno effect. Um, I can't remember the last time I went into a game so big with so much confidence. Uh, and I think the most of the, most of the chat will certainly agree that we went into yesterday's game confident. And even though the first half was a bit non-eventful, um, there were signs there that we were comfortable. And they didn't bring anything, maybe. They had a couple of pot shots that gave them a bit of a chance. But I was so comfortable with it yesterday. Even after we conceded the equaliser, I did think we'd come back into it. And I'm just so proud of everything that we we're achieving. In this sh such a short space of time, and we are in danger of maybe um, being too Nuno tinted glasses. But honestly, I can't see, I can't see where, what, what there isn't to like about what we're doing at the moment. The confidence is brought to the fan base, to the players. You can see it. You can see it on the field. You can see it in the players. But the heads did not go down. After conceding that equaliser, the heads did not go down. Um, and they kept fighting and they kept battling and they kept believing. And um, 
that's a whole new forest for me. And I'm so, I'm, I'm buzzing, mate. And I'm sure the rest of the guys will say similar things. But um, yeah, yesterday just felt for me like we had confidence and it wasn't, um, the confidence wasn't betrayed, mate. It was, it was, it was fulfilled yesterday. And I'm, I'm, just, I'm so happy for Wolfie more than anything else. Like he got that win because it is, makes a big difference. Trust me. Bro, you're going to bring tears to my eyes, man. Yeah. It means the absolute world to me. I don't care if Nick's sitting there taking the piss out of me. Oh, you won the Champions League yesterday, did you? Yeah. Screw you, Nick. I did, yes. man. I did. That just like you celebrated a win by drawing with Liverpool. That's the same feeling I had yesterday. Crypto, can we show they always some say that? that. They always say that, mate. Whenever whenever a so-called, you know, big team gets beaten by somebody that they look you know, upon as inferior, they always say, Oh, actually, cult final is it? No, it was yours, mate. You shit. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Crypto chat, show him some love. Our boy's got COVID and he's soldiering on like a trooper, man. Uh, a quick opening gambit from you. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was it was brilliant, wasn't it? I mean, it was it was everything we've kind of been expecting, uh, everything we've been suggesting as well. I mean, the the play in the middle of the pitch with Morgan Gibbs White and Alanga was absolutely fantastic. Even Yates, mm-hmm. Yates mm-hmm. was progressing the ball forward um, mm-hmm. and helping out on on some of the the goals that that we that we got. So overall really positive i thought everybody played a, a, a really positive part apart from maybe the the keeper which i'm sure we'll talk about later um yeah. but to beat man united at home with nearly 50 percent possession is night and day from from where we are uh, a few a few weeks a few months ago so yeah it, it, it it's kind of made new year's better apart from having covid well, Keith's there, so showing solidarity with you, saying he feels sorry for the COVID. <laughs> yeah. I felt sorry for myself last night when I couldn't get to sleep until 5 a.m. Yeah, but it was funny. You messaged at like 3 in the morning saying, I'm so excited, I still can't sleep. <laughs> yeah, I thought, the re- I thought the reason I couldn't sleep is because Forrest beat Man United, and then I realised it's because I'd coughed, coughed up like three toilet rolls worth of... Anyway, we won't go into that detail, nice. but nice. You, you, get, you, nice. you get the point, you get the point. We get the point. Uh, Anthony, I guess now would be a good time for you to make your opening statement with the, the better looking Stainforth in the house. Stanforth, not Stainforth, mate. I like calling you Stainforth. I know you do. Yeah. <laughs> You're a stain yeah. on my life, mate. <laughs> well, like you, like you, like, like, like you, Wolverine, I have a son that supports Man City. So he was quite happy. I think he was quite happy for us to win yesterday in any case. Um, yeah, what a game. I mean, I think we played really well. I think Manchester Before United... you start, because you did look confused. Sorry to interrupt you. Um, Zayd is a, uh, is a Man U fan. That's why you were looking confused when he said um, we played crap. He was talking about Man U. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, yeah I, like, half a second later, I realised, yeah, he's the Man U fan. You did look confused, You did look confused. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they were... As I expected. In fact, the game went exactly as I expected it to go. And that's not me being clever or anything. I think it was fairly... With, with the way we've been playing like again, since Nuno's come, come in, I think that it was pretty predictable that we would play that way and man, you were shit. So it was kind of predictable the way it went. That doesn't lessen the excitement of it because we've been done by them so many times that we have PS. PTSD with it. So even though we went, we all went in there. I think we all went in there confident. I mean, I put two one on the predictor league 
that shows how confident I was because last last week I went two 0 to Newcastle. So you know it shows how my confidence. predicts a league. Seriously. All I see on Twitter these days is your predict predictor league. Uh, man, I'm posts. top of the fucking league. What do you expect me to do? Man. Come on. You have to milk it, don't you? Why is she there? Because you know, like the Arsenal are predictor league now. I think I'd rather hear you talk about Arsenal, man. Seriously. <laughs> well, I was going to say, fully enough, because like Arsenal, I might fade away. <laughs> so it all ties in. But yeah, I mean, it was a fantastic occasion, a fantastic atmosphere. Yeah, cheeky buggers, aren't you? Um, fantastic occasion, fantastic atmosphere. Sorry, we beat we beat Manchester United, and we don't do, don't tend to do that. So it's fantastic, and we played really well. There were so many standout performances. I know we're likely to go into individual performances in a bit, mm. so I won't go down. I'll just do my opening yeah. statement, which is basically to say, fantastic day. We 100% deserve to win. No, I don't think I've seen anybody say anything different to that. And Nuno Ball has arrived. And I'm so confident going forward. We're just going to climb that table. There's, there's no doubt in my mind we are just going to climb that table now. I'm no longer looking down. I'm only looking up. I'll let somebody Why else jinx. have this say now. Before Why I jinx on. us? Why jinx us? Just for bringing Rob in. Legend Mark with the five pounds. Happy Nuno year. And Happy all New Year, Mark. 24, you Reds. Thank you so much for the five pounds. Yeah, you're right, Mark. And Jackie Boy with the nine months. Thank you so much, Jack. Appreciate it, bro. Let's bring Rob on. Rob, are we doing own your comments today or not? No. Yeah. Uh, and, and by the way, Rob, you ears... better watch out, mate. You better watch out. That's all I'm saying. Look, no, my no. ears were burning. By the way, I've watched that podcast. So uh, now I think I think that by popular request, we will not be doing own your comments again unless somebody else wants no, to take no, over that. No, I, I don't will. know. I don't know. Sure about that, mate. Let's have a vote. You, you have to own your comments, mate. You said it. You said it. You, you have do. to own your comments. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, 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 stop, stop, stop. Let's ask crypto. Crypto, yeah. should we do own your comments? Bring the chat into a Rob. You said I. You said I wouldn't find it, but. Oh I my god! It. I found it. If I owned the team, I would probably just stick with him until the end of the season. Come what may. Pretty even if we same. go down. Uh, even if we went down, yes. Fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> All right, you win. You win. I surrender. I admire the preparation. I admire the preparation. So okay. But how do you you've defend got, yourself? You've got yeah, me back you, you've, you've got to you've got to put your defense over. Yeah, well, I didn't think I was gonna ever be on again, so I was able to say <laughs> stupid <thing. laughs> Right, so moving on. Um why is it that when we beat Manchester, uh they are the story? I just really hate yeah. the way it's reported, right? It it's yes. driven me mad. I've watched Sky, Match of the Day, even ESPN like review of the game. And all they're talking about is how fucking Manchester let a, a lowly team win at their own ground in front of their own supporters. It just really, I just want to get it off my chest. So, I mean, I did say when Nuno was appointed, if we if we could get three draws out of these three games, I'd snap your hand off. So we've doubled that points total. And really, Bournemouth was stolen from us. And, and yesterday really was the perfect set of results as well, because as well as beating them um we had um all the bottom four and brentford lost so it was just it was perfect uh much of it's already been said excellent performance i think the main thing was that 
after that letting in that shocker, four minutes later, we go and take the lead again. And that is such a difference because I, I can honestly, if that had happened two weeks ago, I could see it ending 2-1 to them. You know, after, yep. after, after, you know, we've thrown it away. We could have we could have ended up defending the edge of our box and then like 98th minute winner for them. But we didn't. We just attacked and we scored and we won. And that is absolute night and day. Uh, what else was going to say? When I saw the formation, I wasn't really sure where everyone else fit in because mm. I'm not sure. Uh, Dominguez did not seem to be playing the left touchline. It seemed to be more in a, like a free role. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it's evident from how it played out that um, the tactic was to use Wood as a distraction. I mean, he didn't get much of the ball, but he seemed to tie up the two defenders all the time. And that created a lot of space for the, the triple midfield goal threat of Dominguez, mm-hmm. uh, Danilo and MGW. And I really like that because it basically yep. means that in it, all three games, we've shown a different aspect to our attacking. And if we can get goals like that from the edge of the box... Uh, from from central midfielders, well then we're a complete team now. So uh, what else are going to say? Uh, I thought Yates had an excellent game. We always seem to write him off. Uh, we always say he's not mm. up to the level that he's playing at, and then we go up another level, and he's still in the team, and he's still off, got something to offer. So uh, he actually stood out for me. Uh, it looks like uh, Murillo and Niacate is Nuno's first choice central defensive pairing. And I yeah. think I probably agree with that as a long term. I think he's going to more and more settle on that. And I like it, actually. I like it. I think both of them had really good games. Yeah. Um, last couple of things. I think we should look at signing Montiel in the transfer window. I mean, we've basically got now... We've probably got three weeks of airtime to fill before there's another league game, so I'm sure we'll be discussing the window in detail. But Don't, don't worry, Rob. We've got lots of clips. Oh, yeah, all right. There, there shouldn't be any others. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, Montiel should be signed, I think, based on the, the past couple of games. And I think, to be honest, it's probably Aurier that needs to move on in that department. Uh, and then, of course, the big t- talking point is what do we do about the goalkeeper situation? Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got one that can save but can't kick and another one that can kick but can't save. And it it, it, it comes mm-hmm. back to uh, Lemmy's choice of cancer or AIDS again, isn't it? But, I mean, <laughs> I mean, we've got a manager who used to be a goalkeeper. So, if he... I'm just wondering... I mean, we'll discuss it later, but I'm just thinking, like, can Turner be coached out of this? I don't know. He's 29 years old now. Um, I fear not. Uh, is he 29? Yeah, I think he is. I checked. But, oh, um, I, I, you know, I find it... I'm not keen on sort of character assassinating the players on this stream, but obviously it was terrible what he did. And uh, He knows. Uh, I do think that at the end, he's made possibly three saves there, one or more of which Vlacodemus might not have made. Oh, we'll, go, we'll go into the details. Yeah, we'll go into that. But, yeah, we'll do yeah, a whole thing. That's what I had to say anyway. Yeah. Um, Lemmy, just before I jump it across to you, massive shout out to Chris Brown with the two pounds. Happy Nuno year. He said it right. Well done, Chris, to all the FFTV boys. Thank you so much, Chris, and happy Nuno year to you and to everyone in the chat as we bring in the new year for you. Lemmy, how are you feeling after yesterday, man? You were pumped on WhatsApp last night, man. I was loving it. Yeah, uh... I'm pretty good that we're not going to be doing only comments, but I've still got them all bookmarked <laughs> on my Twitter for later on down the line. I think I'll wait just to make sure that we definitely don't have any of this. Oh, it's just a new manager bounce, but I want to make sure that we well, two, three months in, 
and we're still playing this type of football and we're still able to pull out results, yeah. uh, then I think it's then time to start airing some of them out. Uh, in terms of the game, yeah, we'll go into it more detail and following on from uh, Rob and Ant, there's not really much I'm going to be able to add into that in my opening comments, um, other than it was another perfect real result from pretty much the entire team, really, which is novel to say again after three games where it's pretty much been like that. And uh, unfortunately, the brown envelope that was supposed to go to VAR got diverted and uh, mm -hmm. Matt Turner clearly picked it up, um, which is why you then let them back into the game. But other than that, perfect result, perfect performance. And yeah, let's just keep going into the new year of that. Were you confident yesterday, Lemmy, going into the game? Uh, the first time, I'd probably say this season, yes. I think yeah. other than playing like some of the teams that had only just come up, like Sheffield United, I was pretty confident about that game. Um, but even Burnley and Luton, I wasn't confident really going into those. So, yeah, for the first time since Sheffield United, really, yeah, I was confident that we'd definitely get at least a draw out of it. And Sherlock, how confident were you going into it yesterday, man? You had the best view of the Man U fans over what? in your seats. Did you did you have an enjoyable evening? Uh, yeah, I mean, I was quite confident before the game. Um, predicted 2-1 and predicted league. People's Aston scores in the pub said 2-0. Um, we're never going to get a better chance to beat Manchester United. You look at their injuries. Now is the time. It's our year. Um, and I just want to summarise a bit of the match. The first half, a uh, bit drab, but reminded me a bit of a chess game, really. Bit of cat and bass, mm -hmm. sussing each yeah. other out, because they both have similar systems. Both fit on the break, go out wide, get the ball in the box. And obviously, um, moments change the game before when they smash the post. Uh, if that goes in, they go one nil yeah. up. Maybe a different game. But I think five, ten minutes later, we push up the pitch. Dominguez scores a goal, uh, made in Buenos Aires, so supporting the Argentina Love boy it. with Love the it. shirt. And, um, yeah, the first time I wore the shirt as well. And, uh, obviously, yeah, that goal as well, made in Argentina. Um, yeah, I loved it. Uh, the atmosphere was the best I've been to. Uh, everyone was singing. And to top it all off, the Man United fans were fighting with each, you know, each other at the end. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it was funny to watch that as well. And the stewards just flipping laughed. They looked down over the balcony, because you know where I sit, just above the away fans. And it was just funny to watch them blow, blowing with each other and really flipping, giving it some. So, uh, yeah. I can't believe and, you didn't uh, film it. I can't believe you didn't film it. Too busy laughing. I usually film a lot more, but uh, I was informed by the game. I was buzzing. I didn't want to... I, I did two or three, but um, I didn't do a lot. But I was in four for the game, you know, end to end. Mm. And when they equalised, I thought, here we go. We're going to lose because uh, we, we played so well. We kept them at arm's length. Didn't really do a lot. Yep. And uh, you thought that mentality's changed and mentality shifted. Because if that was, sorry, if that was Cooper, we'd have gone into our shells, <laughs> uh, maybe lost. Uh, that's my opinion anyway. Um, but, yeah, the mentality to go forward, we're not happy with the draw, going to get a win. And um, you could see the, the players, the fans, the manager, everyone, kudos to everyone, you know, behind the scenes, uh, everyone. Yeah. All right. I, I've got it. I've got to start it. Let's get let's get the Turner stuff out of the way. Right. Mm -hmm. I said what I had to say about him yesterday. I stand by my two out of ten. I don't care what. No one is going to convince me otherwise, right? 
But I want to know the story between Ez and Ant and this whole Turner thing at the stadium yesterday. <laughs> right. I heard someone was rather angry. And chat, who do you think it was? So who's telling the story on this one, Ez or Ant? Ant, do you well, want to give your version of it? I mean, <laughs> when he made that mistake, I just suggested that perhaps it was time to bring Vlacodemus on right now and take Turner off at that very moment. Because I was rather annoyed about it. I mean, it wasn't his first kicking error. In fact, all his kicking Not even in the match, no. yeah. Uh And when that that was like the final straw. I mean, you know, it was emotional. It was emotional. And I just suggested that it was time to take him off and replace him with Lacadimos because I thought it might improve the situation. You know, it's no big deal. Really? Yes, was, was that how the that conversation was, went? That was a really mild version. I don't remember it going like that, but I remember you I getting think, really, I think, really, really, really... I think Ed suggested that I calmed down a little, and I think yeah. I said, it, there might have been, there might have been a Swedish word in it somewhere, might have been. I think yeah, I suggested that I waited quite long enough to beat Man United, and that may have je- put it in jeopardy. That's Ed, my, we yeah, get the actual that. version of what happened, but it sounds so mild, right? I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. <laughs> He went mental. <laughs> he went really. He got really angry when, we, obviously, the goal was conceded, and we'd had a, a couple of minutes. And he was like, "No, he's. I've had enough. You don't get. He, he, well, he's going off on one, and I was like, okay, I'm just calm down.' But he goes, no, I won't be effing calm. It's thirty years of it bullshit against us.' I said, "Look, I'm sure he'd have been the same. Yeah, yeah, but." I'm sure he would have, but then what I happened? On the which, pitch dragging him off, mate. Yeah, well, you would have been hitting him, but then what happened and what, what I was reacting to was that when he the next time um, the ball went to Turner, the fans started booing him, and I was like, "But we can't be doing that. We can't be doing no, that in no, the middle of a game, and that that's not helpful." So I started shouting "USA, USA" to try oh, yeah. and like <laughs> I gave him the look. <laughs> <laughs> to try and cheer him up and try to get uh, a couple of the fans back behind him, but uh, which Ant didn't like one little bit. But then we did. I did have a bit of a following, didn't I? And admit to it, the guys in the stand were were shouting USA, USA, and every time yeah. he kept looking around at me, like you started that shit, you started that shit. But to be I honest, turned around, I, I, turned around, like. I turned around to Edwin and said, "Your mum would be ashamed of you." <laughs> <laughs> but I agree. I agree. To, Turner has to be dropped, but what I didn't like in the middle of a game for for our own fans to be booing him every time he touched the ball, and that had yeah, to that, start. That it didn't wrong. last for long. To be fair, it didn't last for long, but it was certainly the first couple of times it went back to him. That was the reaction, and I didn't think that was helpful. And I don't think um, if we've got faith in Nuno that we should be doing things like that. Like, listen, we've given our opinion, especially over the last eighteen months or so, on what's been going on because we thought. The previous manager was getting things wrong, and we we felt like you know we it was our opinion was obviously valid, but we thought we needed to be a bit more forceful maybe with our opinions. I don't think we need to now. I think let Nuno do what he needs to do. I have ultimate trust in him that he will get the the goalkeeper situation right, whether it means bringing somebody else in. But what I do like is that the next game is going to be a cup game. He's got to be playing. Um, Vlacodemus right. in that game regardless and that's his yeah. chance to see him but also I was thinking I don't know if you'd be able to answer him surely he would have had Hennessy with him when he was at Wolves but would have been or was he at Crystal Palace by then I don't he know Palace. he was Palace. at Palace by then okay yeah no I just thought there might be some crossover but even, even that theory 
that's that's but that's how I'm think that's how I'm thinking about Turner. I'd rather have Hennessy in than Turner at the moment, or even young George Shelby, give him a chance. But, but what I didn't like was uh, fans booing him while he was on the pitch during the game, during a t- period of a game where we needed to really get behind the team. And we were behind the team in every other aspect, but every time he was picking up a ball, he was getting booed. So that's what I didn't like. And I kind of like wanted yeah, yeah. to try and counteract it. But um, I do agree with you guys. He should not be not known for his goalkeeper going forward. That, that's his last opportunity for me. But I, at the same time, I trust Nuno. He, he will get the process right. And now he's got some time to actually do that. And that's oh. why... Going into January is important now. I must say, though, his performance after he made that howler was the best I've seen it. He came, he was coming out for crosses, he was catching right. crosses, he made a save, it. you know. That's his actually... fucking job, though, isn't it? Yeah. I, was about, I was about to say, he actually looked like a goalkeeper. As long as he ignored his feet, of course. But you know, He recovered yeah. well, in my opinion. And that's well. why I thought two out of ten was harsh. Two out of ten from being booed by your own fans. You know, he could have really collapsed, but... He still came out for crosses and caught them and stuff. Yeah, no, to be no. fair. Yeah, because that's the question you asked me, Wolfie, that, well, you asked some of us, was two out of ten harsh? And that's why I felt it was, because I felt he recovered well. So four out of ten I would have given him. Four, I only would have yeah. given him a four, but um, I felt he recovered yeah, well from Yeah, but he didn't he recover well from the last two games. He's been making well, mistakes. Yeah, well, it is what, what it is. We, I, think we, yeah. I think we know where we are with Turner. I don't think we need yeah. to sort of go down that for too long. One very quick little thing, and somebody mentioned it in the uh, in the chat, and I thought about it myself. When the ball was passed back to him and he kicked it and he went straight in the air, yeah. surely you're not allowed to catch it. No, you, you are. Remember, the ball came back to him, he kicked it and he went straight in the air and he was under pressure and he caught it. Yeah, I don't think that. Yeah, it was intentional for him to kick it's it up nice. to himself to pick it up. That's how yeah, shit. Yeah, but it's been passed back to him though, hadn't he? It, mm. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I've, I've, I've got a different. I've got a different theory. I think. I, think, I want to hear what Cooper's got to say on Turner. Nuno wants to prove to us so much that his tactics are so spot on that he puts his shittest goalkeeper in goal to prove that he can still win the matches with Turner there. Oh, so he's trolling. The you can always lie on crypto. Come out with these stupid comments. <laughs> I make more. I make, make more sensible comment. It's okay. So let, let's say it, you know it doesn't matter what we think about Turner. What about the defenders? They've got to be losing confidence in him. Yeah, hundred percent. Got to be losing. We all agree. Listen, I don't. I think we're all in the same boat. He's too. Turner's game is over. He could have lost right, the match. Let me hear what he's no, going to no. say. No, hold on, hold on. No, I want crypto to talk. Hold on, go on, crypto. Yes, yesterday it could have cost us the match again. Basically, mm. um, I know people say he he came back and he he kind of made up for his error, which is a fair point. But he's making the errors consistently. It's mm. been it's been more than a few matches now where his where his kicks have been, just been going all over the place. I was at the, the Bournemouth match, sat behind the goal, and four or five of his kicks just went straight out of bounds like he was playing rugby, like he was playing for touch. That's the best yeah. outcome. That's the best outcome. If, he, if it goes back to him and he kicks him into touch... Exactly, yeah. Like, I mean, like, I'd yeah, rather him do that. I'd rather him do that. Yeah, by, the way, way, by the way, I've got a clip of Rob saying he'd give him till the end of the season. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, Martin. From where yeah. you were sitting, because you got yeah. kind of a side angle on it, so you're not behind it. Side were you angle. feeling confident with him there at all? Like, what was it in that side? And what were the man? How were the man you fans reacting to him? Were they oh, you fat bastard style stuff with him when he was kicking? Um, I counted. Sure I counted Turner kick the ball out of play 
at least four times when they had the goal kicks out again, out again. Um, and you don't get away against the better sides because you don't get the ball back just in the back of your net. And yeah. uh, they were obviously it was all right up to that mistake. So I can't remember any major, well, apart from that slice. Uh, we sliced it up in the air. Uh, wasn't a back pass because obviously it was a miscontrol one to any it. But mm. they, after that goal, um, his confidence could have dropped, um, but it didn't let it affect him. Uh, the Man United fans obviously are trying to uh, destroy his confidence even more. Uh, but um, yeah, just frustrating because um, Turner's not the answer. Uh, Bakadin isn't the answer. Um, if we can get a good goalkeeper in, a top goalkeeper in January, it's got to be done. But uh, Nuno's a goalkeeper, so hopefully he can train the um, uh, Turner to be, well, retraining really on goal kicks. Uh, and they've got a new goalkeeper coaching as well. So hopefully that can sort of eradicate the problem. But didn't it used to be um, um, an outfield player or something? Didn't you play rugby or something? I can remember yeah. from yeah, a young he rugby, rugby, he did, yeah. He did start playing football till he was like 14, American 15. Football, when or that was it, yeah. 15, yeah. So, obviously, yeah. as a, a professional football, that's dead late because then the academy's there from four, five, six, and they're thrown out to kick and, and play. And, uh, yeah, it just, it's, it's worrying when you get the back past the turner because you think to yourself, oh, what's going to do with it? And, and he's been told to play that way because uh, I'm sure Nuno said in the interview, he says, Oh, it's, he's, he's been told to play that way because that ball he gave away, Zaganacho, um, he dived in with his foot to, to retrieve the ball um, and he could have blasted it up front, but um, he sort of, he can't play out from the back, but I think, can you blame him? Because he can't play out from the back, but he's been told to play out from the back. Uh, so um, you, you, you don't know, some people are just a lost cause, but hopefully he can um, have some some minutes in the training ground and uh uh but if not Rakadinus um is no better so I think we're stuck to the rock and the hard place really. Do you know do you know yeah. what made me made me laugh yesterday? At half time uh one of the commentators said and Turner's come out early to do some kicking practice and as soon as he finished his <laughs> sentence he mm. booted the ball out of play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Joe, thing is, thing is with Turner, although we've got Nuno, who's obviously a goalkeeper, maybe, you know, we've got a goalkeeping coach anyway. You can always improve a, goal, a goalkeeper's goalkeeping. It's not so easy to in, uh, improve his kicking. And that's no. where his problem is. So yeah. I don't I don't think it is his problem. I think his problem is his mentality. Surely he can yeah, kick that as well. As a goalkeeper. That, that as well. Surely yeah. he can kick the ball. It's his mentality. No, He's not no. confident enough. He, 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 yeah. he, no, He's under that. too much pressure. He takes too long. He takes too yeah, long. Yeah, it's a lack of ability as well. Yeah. 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 Joe, I don't want to talk about him for too much long because I wanted to turn this. This is going to be a positive team, trust me. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Just a quick word from you, Joe, because you famously said, uh, what was what was the quote you said about the two goalkeepers? Shit and diarrhea or something? Uh, no, it was how I'd prefer to die. Uh, one was kind of, one was mine was shit and diarrhea. Yeah. Shit and so vomit. What would, you do? what would you do, Joe, in this situation? Well, I think you've got to put Vlacodimus in goal now as a short term. But when you go into the January transfer window, if we, I don't think we have to buy that many players. I think really it's going to be two or three um, mm. that we have to bring in. We want good quality players. It's going to be more outgoings, I'd like to think. But the, mm -hmm. the first one on the list has to be a new goalkeeper. We need 
pretty much a big ticket keeper, I think, really, um, just to really establish confidence. Because like you guys said, if you've got the ball, if you're Maria and Mia Carte and you've got a bunch of attackers chasing you down, what are you going to do? You're going to pass it back to Turner. No, I think I'd rather kick it out for a corner, give the opponent a corner yeah. kick and let him try and catch it and then try and throw it. That would be the better option at the moment because it's just it's inexcusable. And I remember watching the Newcastle game with my dad and um, every single goal kick, we had both our centre-backs in the box and he was just kicking it short so that they were then sprinting onto us. And we were like, "What? why is he doing that? But it's so clear that he has no confidence in his kicking and clearly none of the players do now either. So you can't have that in, in between your sticks. Yeah, it's great if the other team's on the ball and they're taking shots. It's good to have someone who's going to be able to make a good save. But mm. if we're getting pressured down, like we were doing, because we were one goal up and they're chasing the game, we can't. We can't have that uh, in between the sticks. So the first thing that we've got to do is bring a new goalkeeper. Just before I get over to Rob, just to close up the Turner debate, shout out to Frederick with the £5 donation. You generous, generous little... Thank you, little, bro. Thank you so much. We, we love you, bro. Thank you for the donation. Uh, go on, Rob. Kind of surmise this Turner yeah. debate into a close. Right. Um, and how so on we... earth did he keep a clean sheet against England in the World Cup? I mean, I just don't understand. England we, is shit. We have, got, we have got three international goalkeepers, two of which played the World Cup, and we just can't seem to find a solution. Uh, the thing about Premier League is it is so ruthless that if you've got a weakness like that, it's going to be exposed time and again, right? And it, it started with the, the Burnley, the two games we played against Burnley when yeah. we were playing the, the back five. It felt like they were chasing down every back pass and it was heart in mouth every time. And I thought it was just the tactics that we were playing, but it is Turner. The other teams are targeting him, right? I mean, there's now three howlers he's responsible for. Uh, Liverpool, Tottenham and Man U have all had goals out. These are top Brentford. teams. Uh, well, so Brentford, he got away with. It should have been a penalty. The goal right. was a howler, man. The one from the free kick. That was a howler. Spaghetti. Right, four then. Four. So... Uh, I mean, I'm obviously I'm not a fan of character assassinating players. I, I just don't know whether it can be coached out of him, though. Mm. Honestly, I, I just I think this. Remember, we are his Premier League experience. He's not actually played in any games in England apart from for us. Uh, so you know, you can't look at you know, for example, if we have the debate about Wood, right? We can say he scored goals for Burnley. Yeah. You know, he's clearly not crap. But on the, I just don't I think I just don't think there's enough evidence to suggest that he's, even though he's an international goalkeeper, I think that he's going to be targeted. And I just think it's it's just too risky to play him anymore. I yeah. don't know what the answer is, though. I mean, the problem is Blackademus, you know, let those five goals in against Fulham, including the, the back heel from him and as probably the most embarrassing goal we've let in this season. I don't know whether he makes those saves. So I just, we need to get somebody else in. I hate to say mm -hmm. it. I, you know, I hate the fact that every time someone's not playing well, we think we have to buy another player we've done too much of that but i just think maybe in the goalkeeping department it is beyond redemption and um you know we we probably need a solid loan until the end of the season ramsdale ramsdale let's everyone give a name chat give your name let's make the assumption forrester gonna go into the market either loan or buy a goalkeeper 
Who is top of your shopping list? Go on, Rob, kick us off. Yeah, well, what about you, mean realist- you mean realistic or you'd like? Realistic. Or- don't turn around and say freaking, I don't know. Well, Rams there. Well, well, what, what about De Gea? I mean, he's, he's kicking his heels at the minute, right? I mean. I'd say that's realistic. I'd yeah. say that's realistic. Well, he, he, would, he, he would look yeah. at what? He would look at our last two games and think, hey, I can be part of that. I can have a little renaissance to my career. You know, I mean. Um, Is he a George Mendes agent uh, player? That would help, wouldn't it? I think. Who isn't? Isn't it? Who isn't? All right, so you're saying, you're saying De Gea. Uh, Lemmy, what are you saying? Samba. I'd have Samba back in a heartbeat. Oh, that's so sentimental. Okay, but I like it. <laughs> Martin, who are you going with? I'm going to go for Kile Navas. Bring back Navas. Did a job for us last year. Bring back Navas. Bring back Kiva Navas. That's his name. Yeah, Kiva Navas. Bring All right. Back. And who who are you going then? Well, some was not realistic. Um, I'd like Jose Saw. But just just to confirm. And that's realistic. From what I've been told, it is. From what I've been told, it is. If it's not, if it's not, if it's not realistic. If it's not realistic, then I'd say De Gea because I've just checked and George Mendes is his agent. Ooh, so yeah. it's almost on a plate, isn't it? Let's be honest. Okay, I mean, I'd love Samba back. I would love Samba back, but he's not coming back. You know, right. he's not coming back. But De Gea can't distribute. His distribution is probably worse than Turner's. Yeah, no, yeah, you're, you're 100% right. What he can do is oof the ball up the pitch. That's mm. all I'm asking from the goalie. He doesn't have to be able to do these beautiful passes onto players. No, just get rid. Turner can't do that. Because he kicks it out every time. So, and also, he's a better goalkeeper than Turner as well. Come on. It's David De Gea. His goalkeeper was never an issue. It was his kicking. And, like I say, he can kick the ball. He doesn't pass it to the opposition 25 yards out. He's got some clangers in him. I mean, Nick will tell you that. Uh, But this is a good shout, shout. Crypto, what are you saying? Who's your call? I mean, just to say something different, I'll say Ramsdale. If he wants to get back in the England team, mm. yeah, but he's not getting played, is he? He's, he's sat yeah, on the no, bench. I understand that. And, one and, and I thought about it for a minute that he might come because of his England place. No, he ain't. No, Lone. He could come he's, on he's, Lone. He's, he's sat he on the bench, though. He's a number one, yeah. really. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Really Why would come on I love Aaron Ramsdale. I would love him at Forest, and the Forest fans would absolutely fall in love with him. But I don't. I think he is way, way up there. You know, on loan for six months. Listen, we said that? that about Sangare, so it could happen. I'd love it to happen. I just don't personally think it's going to. But he would be Are my you number saying one. On loan, crypto, crypto. You saying on loan or buying? Yeah, it could, yeah, it can be a six-month yeah. loan, and then and then when we go into the next season, we'll we'll settle down and and, and get a proper yeah. keeper. We'll in. face that when it comes. But, no, yeah, I've just I've, I've seen someone say in the comments, uh, you know, De Gea's wages may be high, yes, but there'd be no fee, would there, to buy it? Yeah, exactly. And also, if we're getting rid of Origi, then you're you're saving exactly. about 120k a week there. Exactly. And also, look at Jesse Lingard. Jesse Lingard, there was we no fee. Hold on, go on, Chris. Yeah, I mean, Jesse Lingard is another example. Yeah, you'd have to pay him high wages, but if he got us, if he helped to get us into the top ten, then it's worth it, and it's only for six months. And there's no upfront fee. So I think that's a possibility. He's a Mendes, Mendes player. I think that's the most sensible, constructed viewpoint you've put together ever on here, mate. This COVID is doing wonders <laughs> for you. 
Yeah, yeah the, but he did say the COVID thinking. No, who, who, who says his wage is going to be high? He's not earning anything at the minute, is he? So, I mean, he's starting You know what, do. Rob? Rob, that's probably the most sensible thing you've ever said on this show. <laughs> not <laughs> not really. David, not <laughs> really, because Dominic De Gea doesn't ever have to work again. So he won't come cheap. But we played a fortune for Navas last season for his salary. Yeah. So, yeah. Garnes, what, what rabbit you got in your asshole on this uh, Well, you know you've pulled all my rabbits out of my ass, but just to point the point that you made earlier, you said be realistic. Realistic, we got Navas last year, so what's realistic on, under Maranakis? We could get anybody. Because I didn't rate Navas, that's why. Ramsdale would probably yeah. want to try and get on loan. If we can get Ramsdale on loan till the end of the season, if there's any... Hey, what about this one? What about this one? Sam Johnston. Because because Anderson, right, yeah, yeah, no, he's not getting the chance No, yeah, I mean, I saw that name in, in the chat as well. Uh, obviously, he's not going to get a chat. He's not getting a chance at the moment with Hendo at Palace, yeah. so it's possibility. But um, I don't know. I mean, I think uh, we have to get somebody in. Simple as that. We do have to get somebody oh. in. My ideally, we'd want somebody with uh, Premier League experience, and that's why Ramsdale and De Gea would be probably top of that list. But I, I think there is. Some um, truth to the Jose Sar, uh, Jose Sar um, links, and that might have to wait till the summer. So if we do have to wait till the summer, I'm happy to try and get somebody in on loan until then, like we did yeah. with Navas last season. That's that's what I'd be looking at, you know, uh, rather than getting uh, trying to get a long term fix in January, which you're probably not going to find. Um, try and get a, at least a deal till the end of the season and see where we go from there in the summer. TC, we know it's an ongoing FFTV joke, bro. But thank you. Sharky, thank you so much for the two pounds. The living wage is around 12 pounds an hour, Rob. Navas. <laughs> anyway, anyway, poor Rob. Let's let's kick it forward, right? We've done the keeper. I want to get on to the positive stuffs. Um, let me kick us off on Morgan Gibbs White. This this guy who was shoved out on the right wing for two-thirds of the season so far and then suddenly gets moved into the middle and what a performance yesterday. And even when he got injured at the end, mate, he was still chugging along, weren't he? Yeah, I mean, that's something that we'd never really questioned from uh, Morgan Gibbs, where he always kind of put a shift in, especially kind of like the back end of last year and even beginning of this year. He's always up and down the pitch, but it's amazing what happens when you finally play him in his right position, um, constantly involved in the middle, which is what we need out of him. And I feel like ever since Nuno comes in, I don't know if it's just because of how um, Nuno's kind of got a reputation of being uh, very structured. He's very um, meticulous. He likes to have all the players um, kind of well regimented. Yeah. All of his fancy flicks, all of these back heels, they all seem to have just disappeared all of a sudden. He's no longer doing those. He's picking up the ball, he's looking up and he's making passes and then making runs into space. That's exactly what we need from him. And he's just as creative without trying to do all of this uh, fancy stuff that he was trying to pull off at the beginning of this season. So it's a complete revelation. And that's exactly what we needed out of him um, to be our creative outlet. So if you think that you're going to have him, Elanga on one wing, Hudson Adoy, who you'd like to think gets back up to fitness at some point, and then a, uh, a one year up top. I don't see any reason why we should be looking down anymore. We don't have to look down anymore. We're able to find a hat-trick out of Chris Wood when we all thought he was uh, worse than a plank of wood. So 
God knows what's going to happen once we get all our uh, front four at fighting fitness. Hang on a second. Did someone just disrespect Chris Wood? Yeah, no, uh, okay to retroactively saying what we used to say in the past. Yeah, exactly. Um, I just from from watching him on the pitch, um, Martin yesterday. Mm. Like, is it noticeable that the tricks and the flicks have died down, and he's just looking for those key passes? Well, what did you think of MGW under Nuno so far? Oh, I think it's brilliant. Um, I think it's um, <clears throat> credit to him. Uh, is actually living up to his potential because obviously that price tag, uh, what is it, thirty million pound, twenty five million pound from Wolves? Um, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's the, the guy's got potential. Put him in the correct position uh, and just basically take the handbrake off, take the shackles off, express yourself, and it uh, can play, it can score. Uh, and I love his, um, his tracking back and his tackling is all over the pitch. You've seen him run on an empty. It was basically about to burst along at the end. Uh, and also, um, I'm glad to see him stay on the pitch because um, at the trend end, they got into a bit of a skirmish with uh, one of their players. And um, some some refs, uh, in my opinion, could, he could have got sent off because uh, he sort of got fouled. Then he went back some more, didn't he, for a retaliation uh, challenge. And... Uh, and it was a bit of fisticuffs, and then um, it could have uh, blew up nasty. But yeah, I love it. The triple tackle is that the bit you're talking about where he went yeah. in three at times? At the Trent yeah. end. At the Trent end. There's yeah. a few in the chat are saying he was lucky not to be sent off. Yeah, that's, I that's saw what he was. He pushed his luck there. Yeah. I he, saw he, went, he, he, lo he lost the plot a bit, and uh, I'm glad he, um, he, he didn't get sent off because uh, that could change the game. Because if it Johnny Evans, was it Johnny Evans? Uh, where we just it sort of slammed into him, and it, uh, you know it gets a bit out of control, don't it? But yeah, the, love the guy, love the passion, love the energy. Is like one of our own. Um, was he captain yesterday? Uh, it, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, forget, yeah. I forget, but yeah, um, he's definitely uh, loving the uh, the new manager because obviously when you change the manager, you think to yourself, oh, how's he going to play? But because he knows Nuno. There's a young kid, uh, respects him, knows how he's going to play, uh, knows how to get the best of him. And um, it basically, even Nuno in his interview said, uh, credit Steve Coop for the way he's brought him up. Um, obviously, yeah. And uh, just want to get this out of the words, because I've been dying to say it. But um, I've been on here for a while, and uh, I just wanted to pay uh, the respect to Cooper for building the foundations. Because whatever way you look at it, Cooper's built the foundations and Nuno's taken the, the game on and forward. It's like starting a house. You get your foundations so like, right, I'm not good enough to finish it. Yeah. To hand it on to the next guy who can do a proper job. Uh, Steve Cooper, like I say, love the guy, respect. He's built the foundations. Obviously, bottom of the championship to the Premier League. I know, I know, I know. You're going to slaughter me in the comments. But, um, yeah, yeah. He, he can obviously walk around with his head held high. And now he's he can look back and think... He wants the best for Nottingham Forest, and the best for Nottingham Forest was at the moment in walking away. So, yeah. So anyway, uh, rant over, tandem over. So, uh, Rob, there's been these really weak links to Morgan Gibbs White going to Spurs. Do you Not think? Uh, well, you have now. They've got Madison. I mean, why? Why? They've why? had. A, they were, apparently they had a scout at the game yesterday watching Morgan Gibbs White. Mm. Let me ask you two questions, right? How much is Morgan Gibbs White worth now? Chat, I want your answers as well. 
And would you be tempted to sell him if the price was right? And boys, the rest of you, this question's coming to you as well. So, but I just thought I'd hit Rob with it first. Um, I would say he's probably worth something in the region, 40 to 50 million. If he managed to get himself an England mm-hmm. call up, that would skyrocket. Yeah. I mean, what did what did they pay for Mount? About uh, I mean, obviously Mount has done a, a little bit more, but yeah. um, the thing is, it's all about the potential now because we saw, you know, that thing that he did with the three tackles that was petulant, right? That he's got to get that out of his game. He was lucky not to get more than a yellow because it's just it's not the fact that he, you know, it, I think it was a foul. He came around his legs from behind, right? Technically, that's a foul, even if you get the ball. But anyway, it's the descent afterwards. <laughs> It's the descent that it, that was 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 really quite risky, and he pushed his luck there, especially with what happened to Bolly two games ago. So, uh, but I mean, what were the two main weaknesses in his game? The set pieces and his goal scoring. Yeah, and he's, he's clearly addressing both of those. The interview that he gave to Sky afterwards was really yeah. good. He was talking about mm-hmm. how he took a breath before hitting it, and he was glad it didn't go over the bar, and you know. Yeah, that was a quality finish, right? So I would say the best is yet to come. I really, you know, if he can just improve on that sort of petulant behaviour and he can score more goals and his set pieces can become dangerous, he, he could get an England call-up because, you know, he's basically vying for the a spot with the two I've just mentioned, which are Mount and, and Madison. And mm. I think, you know, on form, I would say he's ahead of Mount. You know, he should be looking to get that England call-up. I mean, we were saying at the end of last season he should get an England call-up, but I think Southgate looked at it and said, well, no, because he's still got these problems. But I think he's addressing these problems. I would not sell him under any circumstances at the moment because the new formation is getting the best out of him. I would say he's absolutely pivotal to our whole attacking play. So absolutely not. Who would you replace him with? I don't think that, you know, if you put Danilo or Dominguez into the spot that he is, that they're a like-for-like replacement. Well, all we've got is Aguilera there. And as as one of his most, should we say, loving critics, before we have, you have to do your disclaimers and stuff, um, obviously you've been impressed with him over the last two games. But would you consider selling him if the price was right? And no, what, what would your no, price no, be? No, no, no. No, I never believe in selling players for, uh, that are good for your team at any price. That, that, that only leads one way. When you weaken inside, it only goes one way. Okay, some people might say, well, you can replace him with this and the other. But if you've got the ideal player, I think at the moment, from what I've seen in the last couple of games, MGW is absolutely ideal for us. So even if they came in with 60 million, I'd just say no. No. It's, you know, I'd rather keep him. Can I just point out a couple of things? Just a couple of things. A little bit of a tangent, but... One is this 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 John O'Langer debate. I'd just like to say that John O had 11 goal contributions last season in the Premier League. Langer's already got 10, okay? Um, and the other thing, that I don't know how many people know about this, but Taiwo has not been named in the squad for Nigeria for the AFCON. Yeah, which is good for so us. So he'll be back. So Taiwo will be back. Can he join mid-tournament? Is there no. any way no, that's that's right. Right. no, they've named their they've named their squad and he's not team. in it. So. Well that's only that's only right because he got injured playing for Nigeria. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely yeah, but we've all been saying, haven't we? We've mm. all been saying, oh Tyra's going, Tyra's going, Tyra. Well he's not. And he's and from what I understand, he's back on the pitch running in straight lines. So Yeah, not that. Which is good news, isn't it? It's good news. <laughs> yeah. 
exactly. Um, who haven't I asked on the Morgan Gibbs White question? I forgot. Go on, crypto, and then let me go. <laughs> Um, no, I wouldn't. I, there's no way I'd sell him. I think at the moment, our two best players are arguably Elanga and Morgan Gibbs-White. So why would you sell the people who are who are kind of holding your team together and, and getting your results at the end of the day? Um, if I were to put a price on him, I'd say at the moment he's worth about 60. But if he continued to play like he did yesterday, then that could easily rise to 70 or 80. I mean, as, some, as someone said in the chat, He's way better than someone like uh, Anthony, and and he cost eighty million. Yeah. But even if someone came in and bid that for him at the moment, I don't I don't see why we'd sell him because th- th- at the end of the day, the idea is to is to win games and get as many points on the board as possible. And with Morgan Gibbs White, we know that's going to happen. Yeah, I want to, Joe. I want your thoughts on it, but then also I'm going to ask you the question: Who's better, Rashford or Elanga? So roll them in. Okay. Well, um, disregard the first question that you wanted me to answer anyway, then, of what do I think his market value is, because I wouldn't put one on him at the moment, because that's then inviting that we'd want to suggest that if that kind of money was on the table, we'd even contemplate it. And I wouldn't I wouldn't entertain any offers at the moment. They'd be going straight back, return to sender. He is he is so crucial to how we want to play football now Um, and having him back in that camp position. We have to pretty much build our attack around how Morgan Gibbs White is going to play, in my opinion. We have to, we've got someone there who's going to be part of, I'd like to think, the long-term project of how we want to progress forwards and get up past the table, possibly even in a couple of years' time, knocking on the door of Europe. I feel like he's going to be so crucial to that. We can't entertain any ideas of how we're going to get rid of him because we can't get rid of him, in my opinion. It would take something either catastrophic um with an injury or it would be someone who's offering such a ludicrous offer that you can't turn it down um so and since neither of those two are hopefully going to happen he's going to be with us for a couple of years in the team now needs to be built around him like he's the key catalyst for this team in, my, in terms of attacking, yeah, definitely. I don't think how Morgan Gibbs White plays is going to influence our goalkeeper decision. But if we want to have uh, looking, because I think another position that we have to look at in January is a striker, um, because of the issues that we had when Tyro was out. Um, up until we've managed to get Chris Wood up and firing again, we need someone there as a at least as a contingency or to keep those two fighting for a position. So we have to find a striker who's going to want to try and play the way that we're going to try and get the ball to Morgan. How is he going to try and distribute it? Is he going to go wingers or is he going to try and run with it? And then try and do we want someone to hold the ball up so Morgan could go round or do we want someone who's going to run onto passes that he's going to be playing? I, I think you do have to kind of truly base it off around him because he is our creative outlet. All right, just before we go on so longer, Brett asks a, a, a teasing question here. Yes or no, chat? 100 million offered on the table in Jan. Clean, neat cash. Would you take it? Hands up on the panel if you'd take it. No. No comment. Ants <laughs> tempted. So <laughs> 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 you all wouldn't take 100 million for more. I wonder what the Greek father no. would say to that. Most are saying no, that Most are saying no. All right, let's, let's, let's talk about Elanga as well. Another assist for him, um, Joe. I didn't think he was as good as Newcastle, but I think that's because Man U played deeper. But he is starting to uh, arouse me a bit. I'm liking what I'm seeing more and more with each passing game. Yeah, 
I think the comparison between him and Russia is a bit difficult, especially because, well, I mean, we don't really watch. Well, I, don't watch shit, yeah. I don't watch. I don't watch United. I choose not to um, if I have the option, uh, unless they're getting battered. I then put it on and uh, just in case I could do with a good giggle. Um, in terms of him versus uh, Jono, which I think is probably a more prudent conversation. Okay, yeah, in the past. yeah, Alanga's. I think Alanga's. Significantly better, in my opinion. Seriously, Jono, yeah, Jono was very good at getting the ball played in behind the defensive line and then running onto it. He had the pace to be able to get past anyone. Um, so as long as that ball was far enough in front, he'd be able to catch up to it and then try and create something off the back of it. I n- never had confidence when he was on the ball um, and trying to run at someone. He didn't do anything with it. Um, he didn't have a habit of getting his head up and trying to look for other options he'd always just try and run down the line and we have seen that a lot with Alanga but at least he runs as plays with the ball he's not afraid to go into um someone who's going to offer a tackle he's happy to run into him and get past him uh we saw that when he set up the uh second goal against Newcastle he ran straight up the middle went through three players and it took someone dragging him down behind him and he was still able to get the pass off so yeah Alanga again I think is crucial to how we're going to be going forwards for the rest of the season, at least. Would any rather than going around and everyone saying how amazing Alanga was, would anyone other, would anyone argue the opposite on the panel, and would prefer Jono instead of Alanga? Everyone's a known now. You know, yeah. it's weird. Football's weird. Three weeks ago, people were saying Cooper got screwed over because of the sale of Jono. We lost our goals, Jono. Chat, would anyone take Jono over Alanga? I think we as fans are fickle. I mean, we have to be. We're football fans. But it's weird, isn't it? It's weird what 11, 12 days, whatever it's been, does. I, w- I would would make one point on that. I I read a comment saying that uh, Spence that we should bring back Spence and Johnson together. Uh, I'm not quite sure how you do that. But anyway, the difference with Alanga is he, he's almost like two players because he, he takes the ball from our own half and runs with it. Whereas yeah. Johnson was very much sit in their half and wait for Jed Spence to run the ball to him. So that's that for me is the biggest difference between Johnson is that uh, Alanga can get back and get the ball and run the whole length of the pitch, whereas Johnson was kind of lazy and just expected it to come to him. Uh, mm. And we have got, as Martin says, Gelson is on his way. Mm. I'm not sold on him, boys. But anyway, this is about the Man U game. Okay, I'm just looking at the time. We've we've touched two topics in a freaking hour, right? I think we're going to split the topics into, like, asking each of you one and then move on to another topic unless someone's got a burning desire. Um, I just want to look at the um, starting lineup. Uh, Martin, I want to kick this on with you. Because I read it wrong. I was like, oh, man, Nuno's broken away from his 4-2-3-1. When I saw, you know, he put Dominguez in, I thought he'd gone like a 4-3-1-2. But he stuck to his guns and he stuck Dominguez out on the left. I know Rob was saying earlier he was floating in and I do agree with that. But when you saw the team sheet, were you quite happy um, with it or would there have been any tweaks you would have liked? Uh, very confused with the team because uh, mm. I, I literally looked at the team. Uh, I couldn't work it out because it looked as though they showed uh, MGW out wide, uh, which baffling. you look at the Sky Sports app, you're like, who's playing where? Um, yeah. I, and I really was a bit like how we shoehorned him into the team, but it 
from what I could work it out, there was doing a it looked like a, a four three three in attack and like a four five one in defence. So obviously like yeah. sort of interchanges because Dominguez was like roaming from left to right from what I could see. Uh and I was just a bit like baffled and confused and um yeah, but um like you say, um, he's got to get the best out of the players in the situation, in the formation, which he sees fit to do. Uh, yeah, um, again, still confused a bit now, really, over it. Was it was there anyone who wants to talk about the formation rather than me just pick someone? Was there anything that stuck out to anyone that they want to cover off? Oh, no, ex- except for it was a pleasure to see us playing the way we did. I mean, we said. As and I said, and most people around us said as well, that if the old manager was still in charge, we wouldn't have won that game. We'd have sat back and let them come on to us, come on to us until we scored. You know, five three one one. That's the difference. It's it's honestly the the feeling down there is amazing. Nobody talks about the ex manager anymore. I was going to say, I think Man United were confused about our formation as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, yeah, it that says something because I think under the previous regime, we were just way too predictable. And, yeah, um, yeah. you know, it's full of surprises. And I really like that. Yeah. I think possession as well. 50% possession. Mm. I think it was one of those where we were probably all a little bit confused by it and trying to piece how it was going to end up lining up. But I don't think yeah. any of us were worried about it. I was, not, I was not worried about who was bit, going to be playing on that pitch and what position they were going to be playing. I had full confidence that they were all going to go out there and give the same kind of performance that we've had for the past two games. Apart from Turner. It's such a nice feeling, isn't it? You know, we used to always dread the dread the team sheet coming out because you never know what it was going to be. You just knew it was going to be wrong. And now it's like, you look at it and you think, well, I mean, I said it in both games, Newcastle and Man U. It's not, you know, the way I'd have done it, but I trust it. I trust it. And it's yeah. so nice to have that faith again. It is so nice. Is... Um... Look, Ed said this to me earlier, and I kind of agree with him. And I, I, I don't like agreeing with. Well, not because I don't like agreeing with him. It just worries me to agree with him. Chat. Me and Ed both feel now that Forest can win every game. I'm not saying we will win every game, right? But my question to you guys in the chat and to on the panel: Do you guys feel the same way? Does it suddenly feel like we can win any game? Okay, maybe not a Man City or an Arsenal, or what have you, but. Those teams in and around us, those ones, do they, they just feel like they're so obtainable now. It's almost like we've become a Premier League team in 12 days. Do you know what I mean? I don't know who I'm yeah, asking you imagine, that you, you, you imagine us playing against Luton now? I'm, yeah. I'm so confident now if we were playing Luton now or Burnley now, we'd have the setup and the players playing in the right positions and playing the way they're playing to wipe, to wipe them away. You know what I mean? How the hell did we only get one point out, uh, two points out of Luton and, and Burnley at the city ground? It's crazy. I think it's it's just a real shame that it's now three weeks until we play Brentford. I just yeah, wish yes. we could play them tomorrow because like they are absolutely rubbish at the minute. I think they've lost five straight. If we could if we could play that on Wednesday, we would thrash them. But I Rob, just, I, 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 I said the same thing. Rob, I said the same thing about Arsenal. After watching Arsenal today, mm. I thought, I wish we were playing them now because they were rubbish today. I mean, and I thought, so if we were playing Nuno, them now, I'd be so confident. Nuno was saying afterwards that, you know, the next three weeks is precious, gives him time to get organised. You know, maybe there's going to be some backroom changes, et cetera, et cetera. But I just worry about, like, the balloon deflating a bit. And um, the only thing I would say is I think we're in danger of becoming a bit over-reliant on Elanga. I'm worried 
you know, what would happen if he got injured there? Because I don't know. He's, he's so at the centre of everything at the moment. Our attack is a bit one-sided, and I think that's possibly what's behind the interest in Martins. And if he comes well, in on well, the cheap, it might not be a bad move. Rob, let's open up the debate you wanted to open up. Dennis. Mm. I'm not saying start him. Well, I, I would. But would you bring Dennis back, Rob? I know you said this to me the other well, day. He, that you to talk he, about favors the, he favors the left, doesn't he? Rather than central striker, orthodox striker. I think that Nuno could get the best out of him. I mean, he, he had that season where he got double figures for Watford. He's fast. And I think that, you know, if he was to give us another outlet, I think what I would like to see coached out of him is the fact that he always wants an extra touch yeah. before he shoots or crosses, you know. But I think he's fixable. And, um, you know, he's another one that's good, probably going to be sitting out the AFCON watching it from the sidelines thinking, I wish I was there. And, um, you know, he's our player, you know. We probably bought him on a three or four year contract. I think I don't like this sort of going through all these players and bidding them so quickly. So I think yeah, there's a route back for him. Would you guys see him as the solution to the upfront issue? Uh, as this is back, let's bring him. We're talking about Dennis. But rather than splashing out on 30, 40 million, I mean, that's how much strikers cost these days, obviously, apart yeah. from uh, Garassi. But is it not just worth just giving Nuno a crack with Dennis? As Rob said, at Watford, who were one of the worst teams that have ever been in the Premier League, apart from Sheffield and Derby, like, if he could get 12 goals in that team, what could he do with Anuno? Yeah. Uh, you've asked this question several times over the last few months. and um, agenda, my, bro. It. No, but my, answer, my argument always has been not under Cooper. There's no point bringing him back under mm -hmm. Cooper. Cooper doesn't play him. But right now, I would 100% bring him back. Because... I know he was a player. I know he was a player at Watford. We never saw, we saw glimpses last season when he was given the opportunity. And, and I agree as well that he didn't get a run in the team. Cooper just didn't like him. There was, so there was obviously something there. As long as there's no, and I don't think there will be because I think Nuna will, will bring the uh, backroom together. As long as there's no opposition from the players that are there, because that was one of the, Bones of contention against him, but he wasn't good in the dressing room. But he he was a shit stirrer. But I don't believe all that, to be honest. I do believe that. Yeah, I don't believe Cooper didn't give him an opportunity, and I would hundred percent bring him back under Cooper because he gives us a couple of options. You can play him up front, and you can play him out on the wing. So yeah, I want to see what what our invest initial investment was in him because we've not seen any return on investment from Dennis, and we've not had the opportunity. And I think. He who would not want to be in the Premier League? Surely, ideally, he'd be back here rather than playing yeah. in Turkey. But I, I think Nuno can definitely get the best out of him, and I think he's some somebody. But we, unfortunately, we're not going to get the opportunity with Scarpa. And from a financial point of view, I'm you know I understand the deal, but I am gutted that we never got to see Scarpa. I would have loved to see Scarpa under under Nuno and several other players. So some of those we're not going to get a chance to. But Dennis is one that we will get a chance to, and I would like. To see him get that opportunity and i think it's no brainer to bring him back there's a like you've just alluded to it's 30 40 million is a minimum you're going to be paying on a, exactly. on a decent striker you know so yeah why not why not yeah and Maybe. what's your thoughts on dennis but before you read those thoughts there's a little note here that i wouldn't mind you just shouting oh, out happy new year at fftv and happy new year dad that's me sorry to embarrass you need that forest glass you've got this one yeah it's a good one bless him 
Thank you. Oh, I'm embarrassed now. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And we do sincerely apologize on behalf of FFTV that you have to be blood related to Anne. <laughs> yeah, well, no, we don't apologize for that. We sympathize for that. We can't do it. Sympathize for that. Sympathize yeah, just, is, the, is the word. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just just quickly on, on the Dennis one. You're you're on board of Dennis, aren't you? And. Um, oh, sorry, yeah, sorry, I'm not still thinking about it. <laughs> um, you know I am. You know I am. I'm a massive Dennis fan. I mean, when he was at Watford, he, he used to frighten the life out of me every time I saw him play, you know what I mean? He was the one player that I really rated. And when we when we signed him, I thought, oh, yeah. When we signed him, I thought, fantastic, you know, this is a player that's really going to give us something explosive up front. And we all, well, I think we all know he's capable of that. He just needs mm. a chance. Bring the guy back. Nuno yeah. will play him because he's proven that. He's, 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 he's willing and happy to play players. Bring him back. Give him a chance. And then we've got some real star <laughs> power on those wings with mm. Hutton Adoy, Langa, and Dennis. And like you say, he can play through the middle if necessary. I don't think that's his best position. But I think that, you know, in an emergency, he can fill in there. The guy okay. can score goals. He's a good player. <laughs> It's a good player. Why the hell is he playing over or not playing over in Greece? It doesn't make sense. Sorry, gone as gone. I was gonna say, would you bring him in and and Martins that we've been linked to? Would you bring them both? I, in? I'm not a fan of Martins. Would it be one or the other? Would it be yeah. one or the oh, other? It's Dennis. I, I take Dennis all day long. All day long. I mean, yeah. he's proven for a start in the Premier yeah. League, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, um, massive shout out to Sakura with the 320 yen. Happy New No Year, FFTV, and everyone. Happy Thank New you. Year to you. Thank you so Happy much year. for the 320 yen. Really do appreciate it. Right, I know Rob's got a party to get to, and we are running away. We haven't even <laughs> covered half the stars. The, 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 the defenders. There's loads to talk about. <laughs> I'm happy to say. Any of the guys want to stay on? We'll stay on for a bit. Can we stay on for a bit? Yeah, Rob, I'm yeah I, I had better no, go. But which is three to get back to at some point. <laughs> Rob, Happy New Year, um, everybody. Us, give us your Happy kind year, of Rob. closing thoughts, Rob. Um, well, Happy we, we with got... where things are at the close of the year? Oh, delighted. Uh, better than I could have expected. And we should have beaten Bournemouth as well. Uh, but, you know, you can't have everything. Um, and, uh, you know, we've got three weeks of airtime to fill until the next league game. I hope they use the time well. Uh, I hope we don't lose momentum and I hope that we get somebody else to go on the other side uh, because I think we're getting a bit reliant on Elanga. But apart from that and the goalkeeper thing, everything, the future's bright, as they used to say. Future's orange. Yeah. Can I just ask right. Rob one question before he goes? Because he, it was it was in your opening um, monologue, we'll call it. But what, is, what for you, what for you is the biggest change now under Nuno event? as it was on only three weeks ago under Cooper. What's the biggest change for you? Um, we're prepared to come out and attack. We've got confidence in our players. Um, you know, we've got confidence in our players to go forward, keep the ball and attack and, you know, keep going if we let a goal in. We've come from behind at Newcastle. We had that equaliser. We hit back straight away against Man U. Uh, and, you know, if you're attacking, you're not defending. And that's for me, is the, the difference. You know, if you spend the whole game defending, you cannot go 100 minutes without at least one individual error. Yeah. You know, we managed a couple of times, like away at Chelsea, but that can't be your tactic. 
So I think that's that's all it was. Just have confidence okay. in what our players can do and get them to attack. And it's 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 working. Yep. Yep. Well and said, mate. Enjoy your evening. Okay. We will, we will let you shoot, but a quick reminder. If I owned the team, I would probably just stick with him until the end of the season, come what may. Pretty even if we same. go down? Uh, even if we went down, yes. Boo. Happy New Year, Rob. <laughs> Love you, bro. <laughs> Love you, bro. <laughs> All right. We are not going can we have a like, can we have a like Spike? Can we have a like Spike, people? Because yeah, uh, hang, hang, hang on, hang on, three fifty in there and a hundred likes. Sharky with can't the be hypocrite. Happy New no Year, lads. Butler sorting fireworks out, absolutely. And you know, shout out to Rob. What I love about Rob is he's such a good guy. We can take the piss out of him. He'll take the piss yeah. back. And a massive shout out to Rob. All right, let's talk about a couple of other things because um, so much to talk about. Uh, you guys, good to carry on for a little bit. Anyone? Pressing for a party. Uh, I've got a couple more topics. Yes, sure. Yeah. yeah okay. Cool. Um, I want to talk about Nia Carte Martin. Nia Carte, who I've had loads of individuals, shall we say, saying needs to be criticised. What is he offering? I've seen loads of people, even in our chat, saying he's the worst aerial um, defender statistically in the Premier League. Um, he's you know made a couple of mistakes Newcastle last year and was it Brentford this year I think it was but Nia Carte with Murillo what have you thought about that pairing Martin? Oh that's I think it's a dream partnership uh, apart from him being left footed you've got two left footed centre backs uh, mm. pace power can bring the ball out um, he had one lightning charge to the corner flag at the Trent end um, literally went past the old team. I think got to the bar line. Yeah. Really put the ball in, uh, and don't forget the secret weapon with the old Rory to that throwings. Yeah, yep. it, that's the secret weapon. That is, it's mm-hmm. um, like um, an all rounder, really. Anti, he? he's got the long throws, cause uh, damage in the box, uh, pace, power, uh, as a leader. Uh, obviously, like you said in the other interviews, mother can tie comes in. He um, leads from the front, uh, even though he's not the captain, he acts like a captain. Mm. Um, I just can't see um, you play, you're not playing him, he's got to be in the team. Um, I love him, I love the guy, but the worry is uh, if he gets injured in AFCON because when he went away last time on the international yeah, duty, true. he got mistreated on the injury and we didn't see him for nine months. So that's yeah. a big concern because that leaves us with um, Murillo and the Nido if he comes in in the January window, the Brazilian centre back, uh, and Joe Wall. I think that's it, really. That's the centre offs. I'm a Bamadeli as well. Oh, what yeah. About, what, what is this with Bamadeli? Why is he not getting anything at all? I, I suspect he'll play against quid. Blackpool. Yeah, yeah, I suspect, suspect that too. Yeah. But twenty million quid for a centre back—that's yeah. mustn't that's be ready. Yeah. Um, mustn't be ready. They must see him in training. So they see him Murillo in training. They see him on mm. the in training. Both at the same time. Both start at the same time. And you'd think mm. that with Omar Baladelli, um being in England, that speaks the language, plays for Norwich week in week out. Murillo's come from Brazil, a different country, different language, different settings. Mm. Um, and uh, you, anyone, you'd think that 
Omar Banadetti would hit the ground running and be first in the team. And Murillo would struggle, but it seems to be the flip to the way around where Murillo's come in, uh, obviously a different language, different culture, etc. Mm. And um, yeah, um, it, it obviously needs a loan. You probably might have to send about on loan because if you look at Saliba for Arsenal, he came in, uh, struggled for the first season, they shipped him out to France. He spent yeah. a year in France, built his mm-hmm. confidence, learnt the game, uh, improved his physique, uh, and then burnt back to England at Arsenal. And he's the first in the team, isn't he? So maybe a loan spell may uh, suit me a, a year out. Uh, I know he's obviously spent the money, so that's the question, obviously, uh, FFP-wise, mm. which limits uh, what we can spend. But, yeah, we're, um, yeah that's basically it, really, yeah. Yeah, it's. I get what you're saying, but about Irma Bamadelian. But my real question back would be, who is he replaced? No, I'm not saying that. It's just unusual to have not seen us in Premier League to not seen a single minute of him. You know, twenty million quid's a lot of money for us, and I would have expected to see. You know, like we bought Warrell one against Luton. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> I'd rather have seen Irma Bamadelian. Delhi, Bama Bama Delhi. Yeah, I can say Bama Delhi. I just keep forgetting. I'd say. Yeah, but is yeah, I'm just, I'm just surprised we've not seen him at all. I'm looking forward mm. to seeing him hopefully against Blackpool to see what he's about because I, I, you know, evidently he was yeah, doing not the championship. Warrell still makes the bench as well. Don't forget, Warrell still well, do back up. So yeah. that, that's the point. He's not even making benches, is he? Yeah, he did once. I think yeah. he made the bench once. Yeah, yeah very. Yeah. But as do you but, think um, we would have seen more of him if if we'd had a cup run in the Mickey Mouse Cup? Is that potentially? Like yeah, yeah, potentially. But I think it's for, from Nuno's point of view, the fact that he's not had any minutes under Cooper, it's very hard for him to then bring, for him to try and get a team ready for these three games in such a short space of time. It would have been very difficult for him to bring in a player who's not had any minutes at all. But I do think under Nuno, he will get more game time. And I think it will start with Blackpool. But yeah, considering the three games that Nuno was coming in for, um, it would have been very difficult for him to bring in a, a, a totally unknown in the Premier League and try and expect to get any um, uh, performances or points out of these three games. So, But I think in the long term, he has to be somebody that we, we've invested in for a reason. There were other clubs interested in him, other Premier League clubs and other clubs in Europe, from what I know. I think it was, um, I think Porto were interested in him. Yeah. Um, so there were several um, other, uh, other teams fancying him. He's definitely got something. I've I've only heard good things about him since he's, uh, he was at Norwich the last couple of years. He's he was player of the season, wasn't he, in the championship? But certainly he was in a. I think he was captain. Wasn't he captain as like eighteen or something? Yeah, something like that. But he was in the championship player uh, team of the yeah. year or something like that. Um, I know last last year. Um, but he's definitely got potential. I think we'll we'll see. He'll still start getting a few minutes. I think long term, you'd, you'd think that him and Marilla would be. Uh, a partnership that we'd be looking at. Mm-hmm. Iacate works brilliantly at the moment, but I also think Bolly's got a lot to offer still, you know, and Bolly's one of uh, Nuno's men. So we have got options. It's a shame we're going to lose a few of them, obviously, for AFCON, but I think he has to start playing on Bamadeli if he's a possible uh, cover 
for uh, the players who are away. Because I can't see... I understand he gave Worrell the opportunity. I think there's... If we can sell Worrell, we will sell Worrell. I think he's um, he's just... If he's on the list, if his money we can make from him, we will. So uh, he wouldn't want to put his eggs in one basket with playing Worrell over the next few games in um, January. So we'll see. I think he'll get time. I think uh, we'll be having to... Uh, Nino will be coming in as well. So there are options. Um, and under Nuno, I think... I'm, I'm confident. Whatever he goes for, I think will work. And he'll look at the long-term aspect. happy clapper, bro. You really I am. I can't believe I'm feeling yeah. like this, but I love uh, feeling like this. As is part of the you, Nuno court. Literally <laughs> three weeks ago, no, literally three weeks ago, I was saying that I'm so mere about football anymore. I'm sick of it ruining my weekend. I'm not going to let it get to me. I'm, if we win, we win. If we lose, we lose. I just didn't give a shit. I didn't like feeling like that because I love football. I love my team. You know, I didn't want to feel like that, but... Nuno has totally, for me, and I'm sure for thousands of Forest fans out there, has totally changed our outlook on this season uh, and the longer term as well. Because I think if we can stick with him for a while, I don't want this managerial merry-go-round. But you guys have got yeah. to remember, that managerial merry-go-round was in the championship. And we would do it. We were so desperate to get out of it, you know, that the pressure on being a man Forest manager was too much for most of those. Um, and that's why it was so constant but what will the, the type of managers we're looking for now are of a higher level and i think we've seen it in our first appointment since cooper um, <laughs> I, i'm more than happy with what i've seen so far that nuna will be in place for a, a while to come and i hope so i don't want us to keep changing managers and wolves fans will agree if it hadn't been been for that covid season he'd probably still be there and they would they'd Wait, don't that. mention covid please <laughs> um, I want to I want to ask a tough question to Lemmy because I like asking him tough questions. But I will come around to the rest of you and chat. This is a question for you guys as well. Chris Wood wasn't Cristiano Woudinho for me yesterday. He did okay. I don't think he got the service. Yeah, we've had the Wood debate about how good he was at Newcastle. But this is the question I'm going to ask you, Lemmy. He's got six months left on his contract. Would you offer him a new one? In chat, would you offer Wadinho a new contract? Oh, that's a, that's oh, a real that. oh, horrible. Um, current, I mean, if we were kind of being backed into a corner and having to make decisions this joining transfer window, otherwise there's possibilities that he can open it up because um, he's technically then going to be able to listen out to other offers when it comes to January. Yes, I think I'd offer him, like James has just said there, I'd offer him a one year, similar to what we've kind of been doing with Aurier. Aurier had good season, so he extended that out. I think he's shown that he's got the ability that we need um, as a Tyro backup. We'd have to obviously look at the wages and see what we'd do about dropping it down. Yeah. But uh, I think we still got to have to go into the transfer window and look for someone new. Um, I'd still want to have someone in the likes of Garassi uh, coming in. So if it was an extension of one year, knowing that he's going to be third choice, then yes. You would. What, what would you do, um, Ben? No, I'd say no. <clears throat> I'd say on your bike mate thanks for everything you've done thanks for the newcastle performance but you'll realistically you'll probably never never score again for forest i think this needs to be a poll question i can't tell in the chat which way it's swinging 
But you wouldn't even contemplate it. Not even if you said to him, like, we'll reduce you from 90k down to 10k. The thing is, yesterday for me, he did it was classic wood again. He just didn't really notice him that him that much. Mm. He didn't really do anything again. It's almost like we've, we're playing with 10 men. And I don't, I don't want to be critical of the players yesterday because we beat Man United, but I don't know. Some, pe some people will argue he wasn't getting the service again and in theory he didn't need it because obviously Dominguez and Morgan Gibbs-White scored. But for me, a striker should be making themselves get in a position where, I mean, he didn't, he didn't have a shot. He didn't have a single shot, not on goal at least. And I know that because I put a £4 bet on Chris Wood to have a shot on goal. I didn't even have one. <laughs> Thanks for that, Chris Wood. Thanks for ruining. That's why you're so angry. Thanks for oh, ruining God. my New Year's. <laughs> it's worse than getting COVID on New Year's Day or New Year's Eve, whatever day it is. But yeah, no, uh, no. Sorry, Chris Wood. Okay. Right. Well, I'll uh, jump in. I, go on. You know what? I think it is dependent on what the contract offer is. If he's willing to take a fifty percent pay drop. I'd consider giving him another season. But I will counteract what um, Crypto has just said about his performance yesterday. I thought he had a really good performance. I thought he yeah. occupied their defenders. He held up the ball well. He flicked. He won headers. He jumped. Um, he wasn't... Obviously, he didn't have a shot on target, but I don't think he needed to yesterday. I think he was kind of a decoy that gave he's a, a space. He's a striker, as. Crypto, come on, stop making stupid comments. Let's look at the whole context of the game. It's not, it's not stupid him, comments. Him, no, it's him doing striker. what he did. His no, no, no. But him doing... goals. He didn't even have a shot. I don't like this he holding didn't the need ball. need to have a shot on goal because it allowed... We had acres of space on the edge of their box. Why did we have acres of space on the edge of their box for both our goals? Because he was occupying... Because Man United can't defend. To say that he wasn't doing anything and he didn't make an impact on the game, I think that's, that's really short-sighted and... Um, did not given a full picture of what he actually did yesterday. He didn't have to, yes, he didn't have a shot on target. He didn't get any opportunities, to be honest. There was no clear cut opportunities apart from one that he made for himself very early on. And I was saying to Ant, he loves a drop of a shoulder because he dropped his shoulder. It was just over a bar, but it was a decent, decent opportunity, which he made for himself. But other than that, I felt what he did yesterday gave a space in, in key areas of a pitch. And I think that's where we got our goals from. So I don't know if Ant wants to uh, yeah, agree with you uh, on that uh, one. Or... Absolutely. I mean, um, I, would, I would give him a 7 out of 10, no problem. I think he played well yesterday. He did occupy their defence. Um, and he did, he did well. No, strikers don't always get shots on goal. It does, do, it does depend on the service. I mean, you know, that's the way it goes in football. Having said that, I wouldn't give him a new contract. No, I, I'd want a better striker in the summer. I'm not on reduced wages, then. Not on reduced wages, no. Uh, no, I'd want a better striker. Maybe zero pounds. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't be silly. Um, no, I, I just think we need a better striker if we want to progress. I'm not saying that. See, by saying that, that doesn't mean I'm saying what's crap. I'm saying that I think we can do better. And that's what I wanted to do better. I'll tell you what, the whole chat was like, this stream has been all kumbaya, lovey-dovey-dovey. I say Wood's name and suddenly the, the fangs come out, man. The daggers are out. But Martin, where, where are you? Was, yeah. was it a good game from Wood yesterday? Would you renew? Well, the thing is for Chris Wood, um, you're never going to get that type of game again. I mean, Chris Wood scoring a hat-trick. He got so much space. Mm -hmm. You know, the high line for Newcastle, the service of the Langer was on the money. So you're never going to get against Man U because they dropped deep, didn't they? But yeah. 
no one's well i can't see the comments and they can't see the chat but um i'm not at it from a, a business point of view because if you look at chris ward we paid 50 million pounds for him in the summer i mean you think so ideally you would have had a two-year deal because it splits the balance sheet over two years for ffp yeah but they didn't so they got a one year hit ffp but from this point of view what i'm looking at and protected transfer value you, you get them to sign to new contract if you want to sell him you can sell him you got some money back because look what happened to joe Warwell. joe Warwell got given the two-year contract you know when basically mckenna and joe wall was both out of contract and if it's so actually we get joe wall to sign a new deal even though he's not going to be a first team regular it protects the transfer value in the player and, and that's the same with uh, chris Wood. you know mm. 50 million pounds a lot of money because he could walk out for free on the door thanks uh thanks forest and another person can sign him up for free and if he's, he's a premier league striker when he looked at it he scores goals wherever he goes and uh, if if he went and signed for, say, I don't know, a, a newly promoted side from the Premier League, say Ipswich Town got promoted, he could do a job for them if he went there on the free, you know, providing he gets the correct service. But from a business point of view, uh, you would have to do it. But from a personal point of view, it's all about the goals and assists. If he's scoring week in, week out, but no one's crediting, I think, Alanga, because if you look at the dream partnership, that partnership, Alanga, Chris Wood, they've got going, that's somewhat special. You know, that doesn't happen very often where they get so in sync that, say, Newcastle, you know, the sixth sense, the ball comes in across the box. It's, obviously, Alanga should have uh, passed and he would have got four goals. But, but yeah, that tephopathic, you know, um, understanding and the partnership, um, yeah, I just think that if he's scoring the goals, then why not? I think all you love got your beer goggles on because he did well against <laughs> Newcastle. He did well against Newcastle. The club he came from, he, he wanted to prove a point, and and that so and, what? That's it. and now it's back to classic Chris Wood. And the irony of comparing him to Joe Worrell says it all. Right. Uh, <laughs> what, what what did he do against Bournemouth? Because people seem to think he didn't do anything against Bournemouth. Care, he got a goal in an assist. We lost. We lost. I've repressed. We got a goal. He got a goal in an assist. So he, he was a striker then, wasn't he? Yeah. He was a striker then, wasn't okay, he? Okay. Well, okay. That's once in two years. Yeah. So, so out of three games under Nuno, he's he's like, out, out of three games under Nuno, he's had five returns, and you're telling me he's not uh, look he's Chris, not doing his job. Chris Wood is is not. Is not the level of striker that we need. That's all I'm going to say. He's got Premier League experience. So who are you going to get in for Premier League experience or similar similar rate? I'd rather I'd actually rather have someone younger and faster and, and more fitting to our play style. The thing I don't like about Chris Wood is is his play style. Uh, you know, Monkis White, Alanga, Callum Hudson, Doy, Taiwo, they're all fast, pacey, they make runs. Chris Wood is a different type of striker. Yes, he showed us that he was a good finisher against Newcastle. I agree with that. But I think it was just, uh, you know, it was a an old team bounce. He wanted to prove a point against the fans who were cursing him. Mm. And now it's back to the same class. Can I throw in a couple of names and just, just gauge your guys' opinion, maybe the chat's opinion? Would anybody be ent entertain Lau Foster, who's at Luton, I think, and uh, no, is he at Luton? Um, and um, uh, is he's at Burnley. Sorry, Lyle Foster at Burnley. Burnley. 
and uh, Vlad at Luton. Um, Colton Morris. 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 Would you entertain either of them two? No. Bring them in next season? No. 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 Yeah, some Premier League experience. They look decent at this level. Uh, get some more Brazilians in. They're beneath <laughs> us. I'm, I'm thinking about the, the, the homegrown player quota, which we'll, we What's will that? need to address at some point. Would you not entertain those two players? In better teams, they Lyle Taylor, Lyle Foster. I thought I thought you were having a laugh. Lyle Foster, I said. I'm I'm sorry, but do you not see we're the best football playing team in the Premier League right now? You're trying to link <laughs> shitty Luton and Burnley players to us. The players aren't shit. Our no, team. no, the teams are shit. The players aren't shit. Those two players aren't shit. It got sent off against us in the cup game, didn't he? It got it cracked wall yeah. into that Lyle yeah. Foster in the cup game. Yeah, cracked that was wall, it. Got that was it. it. Yeah. yeah, dirty gate. I'm not saying Chris Wood is shit. I'm saying I don't like his play style compared to, I think, someone else we could get in. I would say that what Dino said there, that would be my minimum requirement. Yeah, more a bio. Like a He's uh, a handful. And you'll back me up. We, we don't look beneath us. We take from above, surely. I don't even know who they're fucking talking about, mate. <laughs> who else? Burnley. What? Same league. It's not a farmers mad? league. It's the same fucking league. <laughs> yeah, but at the bottom of that league, though, aren't they? You know, I mean, come on. Exactly. Come on. They're not shit players. The teams are shit. I don't think they're shit players, though. Either of them. You'll be saying some Sheffield strike. I don't even know who their striker oh. is. Like Dominic Solanke, if you could get him. Is he below it as well? Is he shit as well? Right now, Slanky. Where's he been for the last five years? Come on, you don't buy plays because he scored a few goals. Come on. And he only scores against Forest. He only scores against anyway, he's not beneath us, says they're above us anyway, as much as it pains me to say. <laughs> Grassy, say Grassy would be good. Grassy would be good. Uh, and for 17 that guy. I don't even trust that guy. Yeah, he's had He's had a half a season. There isn't a Sheffield player that sure. I would want to taint my club with, ever. No, to be fair, no, Cameron Archer is quite. He looks quite decent, but Sheffield United are relegation fodder. They deserve to be in League exactly. Two. Exactly. Yeah, but he's not their player, is he? He's on loan. Yeah, but uh, still, they, it's, 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 if they stay up, they buy him from Villa or something. If they go down, Villa, he goes yeah, back yeah, to yeah, Villa. It's yeah. weird. Um, just on the would you yeah, keep not staying up on him, mate? Exactly. <laughs> would you keep Chris Wood? The chat have said 39% have said yes, 28 have said no, and 33% have said wait and see. They went for the ant answer. Why do you give him I wonder what that poll would have said two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, it's just interesting. We'll run it in two more weeks and see how it happens. All right, we've gone way over time. I know there's still more to talk about. Yeah. But literally, my eyes gone. Like, can we just say, can we just say then, if, we, if we're ending, can we just say Montiel was fucking brilliant? We must sign that guy. Did we not talk yeah. about him? No. Go on, quick two really. minutes on Montiel. Go on. But yeah. I think I've just said it. He was immense. We've got to sign him. He's quite the guy's quality. I love him. He's got that Argentinian aggression. He can go up the field, he can cross the ball, he can pass. I, I love the guy. I mean, you know, it's a it's a small sample size, I admit, but I love the guy from what I'm seeing with him. And I'm I just hope that giving him these 
couple of games, it's going to extend the loan because I think he might have gone back otherwise. But I'm, mm. I'm hoping that it extends the loan and we see more of yeah. it. You'd think and it would. I got a shout out to Cy because me and Cy stuck by him after we custom down against Burnley. Me and Cy were there. Shout out to Cy. I don't know if he's in the chat. All right, let's let's close it there. Richard's saying, can we all agree FFTV is great? Richard, we agree with you. I don't you think everyone great. does. <laughs> we will see you also, in the video. Also, shout out for Dominguez as well. He was brilliant. Sorry. They were all brilliant. They were all brilliant. They were all brilliant. All, brilliant. <laughs> all right, we will end by saying Happy Nuno Year to Happy everyone. Happy Nuno Year. Happy Nuno Year, guys. To everyone who's contributed over the last year, to everyone who has put up with us, especially with Ant, to everyone. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Adam uh, putting up with him the longest. Thank you all for your support, your love, and what a way to finish the year. Let's remember... Forest beat Manchester United by two goals to one. <laughs> Look on that United. Thank, uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, and we'll see you in the new year. Technically, in a couple of hours tomorrow. Come on, you Reds! You, you Reds! Red. Sports Social Podcast Network.